Coming to you from the X-Access, it's John of All Trades with your host, John X. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this John of All Trades podcast promo. Each Wednesday, I bring you a brand new interview with someone fascinating and ask the question we all ask when we meet someone new. Hey, what do you do? It's fun, informative, and it's the 2017 Westward Reader's Choice Award winner for Best Denver Podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, and johnofalltrades.us. Bonjour, film lovers. Did you know that you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher Radio? We also have a website, realnerdspodcast.com, where you can find cool articles and other ways to listen to the podcast. You can also follow us on social, Facebook at Real Nerds Podcast, and Twitter and Instagram at Real Nerds. You can also call us at 720-6NERDS5. We will listen to it, we will play it, and we will probably commentate on it. Also, email us at realnerds at gmail.com. Anyway, enjoy the episode. I'm Andre Gower. And I'm Ryan Lambert. And you're listening to Real Nerds Podcast. Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, officially the official podcast at Denver Pop Culture Con 2020 and beyond. I am Ryan. With me is James and Zach. Brad's here too, but he's indisposed. We started the show without him. We started without him because that's what we do. Every week on Real Nerds Podcast, we go see a new movie and we podcast our experience to the world. Um, except this week. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe, and maybe a few next months. Because, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it's coronavirus time. Yeah. But, you know... Uh, that sounds more exciting the way you say it than, than I think it actually feels. <laughs> it's coronavirus time. You know, I, the, it, it, you know it, the stay-at-home thing's kind of tough, but... Uh, are you... Are you still uh, are you still assigned to to you know yard patrol or are you back at work? No, I'm back at work. When Laura's test came back negative, um, I called my boss. I was like, "Hey, can I come back to work? Because I really don't want to use vacation time for it." You know? Yeah. Oh, so, I got gotcha. you. So I kind of yeah. wanted to not do that. Um, yeah. yeah. So I went back to work, and it, the first day I went back was awful. So. Oh. It's like you know you you think when people stay at home and I'm putting quotes up that you know they wouldn't do anything stupid but that's all they do (laughs) we're getting a virtual tour of james's home now i i gotta i gotta get some more applesauce for baby nice oh go-go's those are good i mean not that i've ever eaten them oh dude no hold on let's be clear about something every time you feed a baby you eat a little bit of it because you want to find out you have to know if what they eat is good and i do like the little like uh fruit pouch things oh my gosh well and you got those um like anything that's made of banana like it tastes better than bananas like it you know you know how like runts taste like bananas did like 50 years ago um (laughs) for some reason no that's a real thing are you serious yeah 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 bananas bananas used to taste different and then there was a there was a like epidemic among the bananas and now there's only certain strands of bananas still alive and now bananas taste different Mm-hmm. Oh, so Bananarama virus. Yeah, gotcha. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, they, Kel wants to let you know that he's place. eating Lucky Charms. Oh, oh, man, I would kill for some Lucky Charms. That sounds good. And if he says they're really good. And if I went to the store to try to get some Lucky Charms, I might have to kill for them. 
Ryan, <laughs> did he say they're magically delicious? Uh, so, um, where yeah, Brent? so it's going to be a little different show, as you can tell. Yeah. We, obviously, we can't go to the movie theater. Um, so we're going to talk about movies we've watched. Um, movies are coming out on Blu-ray because you still get those. I did go on a field trip uh, last week to pick up Star Wars. Oh, so, really? Did you get yeah. the Steelbook? Is that why? Yeah. It's kind of cool. To... You like drive up and you, you know you order online and they just run it out to you. Yeah. It's really easy. Yeah. I, so I ended up... Driving. <laughs> yeah. I ended up getting my copy from, uh, from the Disney Movie Club um, just because it's easy. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you guys, you guys are all heavily invested in the steelbook stuff, so you've got like whole collections of of, <laughs> of some of them. So every now and then, I'm like, oh, that one's cool, but um, I'm not as addicted to it. Which, Did you get the you Knives know, Out one? No, I didn't. But that's only because I tried to get that one, but it was just because it sold out way too fast. Like, um, kind of pure to that stuff, man. I know, I know. See, but that's crazy. That's too much work. You mm-hmm. know, that's just a lot. <laughs> it's literally never uh, been easier. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Real Nerds is brought to you by Bubbly, uh, peach flavor this week, uh, and and Go Go Squeeze Apple Apple. We're sponsored nice. by Go Go Squeeze Apple Apple, and We're Zoom not, yeah. Zoom for Brooklyn letting water. us do this teleconference. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we should um, point out that we're not in the same room, even though it sounds like we are. Yeah, it I sounds know. so incredible. The magic of great audio quality. Over the, even though I had the one bad out of everybody, the one bad headset, the one that makes me sound like I'm drowning. I mean, I know I'm sounding like I drown all the time, but this yeah. is like especially that's sad. just from smoking. This is yeah, <laughs> that's from using a douche flute. I cannot wait to have a robot voice. <laughs> it's gonna rock. <laughs> oh, oh god, that got sad. No, I know. Yeah, the, I'm, actually, I'm actually cutting back a lot more since I. Uh, have been i mean outside of going to work you know since there's a virus spreading all over the country that's causing respiratory failure that's that's probably a good idea that's a heavy part of it but also just like i i don't really feel compelled when i'm just sitting around in the house like listening to my radio shows and going to work like it's just not been on my mind as much yeah Yeah. yesterday we uh whenever there's a medical call we have to go on scene um However, now when I go on scene, I go, hmm, am I going to go inside this home? And when the reason we were at that home was shortness of breath, I stayed on the other side of the street. Yeah. I am Man. not going anywhere near this place. Yeah. Was it um, – because if somebody calls like the the 911 or whatever for yeah. shortness of breath, you the cops end up getting sent as well. Yeah, um, because you never know. I mean, it's you know, because they could say, oh, I'm hurt, and you go there, and it's because they – got beat up or whatever um, right and you might have to perform life-saving measures but yeah when the dude is coughing and is short of breath uh i stayed on the other side of the street yeah and then the paramedics suited up in hazmat stuff so it was straight out of you yeah. know dawn of the dead outbreak yeah or oh, i was gonna say hot fuzz and then there's like a fun conversation between you and your ex and then you get transferred to the country and that'd be sweet that we it would be awesome then you get to be partners with nick frost it'd be badass and 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 kate blanchett gets to be there and ryan loves her i do i do love me some kate blanchett we'll talk about it and and at the beginning (laughs) of this whole situation you get stabbed in the hand by peter jackson dressed as santa claus so you know 
win for everybody. Uh, as Father Christmas, I think is the. Yeah, name. Father Christmas. That's true. Yes. So as as, <laughs> as we were saying before we started recording, um, we uh, we're kind of just gonna catch up and then talk about what we've been watching and whatever else comes up along the way, and then we might play a game, right, Ryan? Yeah. I think I think Brad has. So Brad, is this blockbuster game? Because we can't see you. Is this a trivia game? Well, technically, it's a it's a board game, and it's uh, normally you play two player teams. But I think I'm just going to take the trivia cards because all the cards are just um, titles of movies, and Perfect. then um, like you have three options to either act it, quote it, or one word it. Obviously, you can't see me, so I can't act it. So I figure I would just do the one word or quote it, and then you guys okay. have to decide. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that sounds good. Perfect. So, YouTube gold. Totally. So I. You know, we usually do movie news. There's really not movie news either, except it seems like they're going to start letting people back into theaters around July um, because they just the moved Top think, Gun yeah. to December, which was the last movie in June. Um, so I, I think it might start slowly trickling back in July. What's supposed to open on 4th of July this year? I don't even remember. Oh, uh, I think Ghostbusters. Oh, they oh, moved that. Right. That got pushed again. So Yeah, yeah to next year. Yeah, and then it was Morbius the next week it pushed as well. So Trolls this... World Tour will <laughs> be finally making its debut. <laughs> no, that's the tenth. That's uh, you can watch that on demand. <laughs> uh, they 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 did kind of answer everybody's questions about what Disney's gonna actually do, right? Because everybody was sort of making guesses about whether or not they were gonna release stuff on Disney Plus, and I, I think that their decision to at least say that they're gonna release Mulan in July and then just basically push every Marvel movie back one, um, at least, you know, for the next few movies. So like um, Black Widow is taking the Eternals spot and then Eternals is pushing to next year. Um, yeah, they're taking Shang-Chi and uh, yes. then Shang-Chi is a new date in May, which right. wasn't anything, I don't think. Yeah, I think their their hope is that they'll be able to catch up next year. Because um, Spider-Man comes out in July, which is supposed to film in July. Which hopefully year, by yeah. then, yeah, everything right. will be somewhat normal. Yeah, and um, but the director of uh, Shang Chi had to self quarantine too, so that's it's probably good that they have a little bit more room. To... And, it, well, and most of the movies that are being delayed is because they just don't have time to do the post production. No, I read an interview with the directors of the Rise of Gru, the new Minions movie, mm-hmm. and they had to shut down their office in Paris that was doing all the like explosions and things like that. So they wouldn't be able to, Oh, that was coming out on July 3rd that, that they couldn't yeah. um, get it done by then mm. is impossible. So that's what's happening to a lot of movies is really the post-production. Yeah. Um, so hopefully we'll get back to normal. I did read that baseball wants to hopefully have their opening day, July 3rd. Oh, so we'll see. Not bad, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll see. Will they have to like have a shorter season. I yeah, don't understand I think... how sports work. I think they're either going to do a shorter season or they might do what they call a double header where they play two games a day. Mm. Oh, okay. Ooh. So so That's... more more teams would be playing daily. Yeah. But like the team, you know, teams themselves, well, no. So they still with you do you play two games a day instead of one? Yeah, so probably like maybe one morning, one and one evening, one or one. Yeah, so oh. yeah. So usually they have one at noon and then they have another one at six. Right, because you're always playing the same team like seven times in a row. So you'd you'd play a team and then you'd play them again. Yeah, to catch up. 
Yeah. Isn't that going to like destroy pitchers? Like I know they don't uh, play. I mean, it could. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but you got multiple pitchers on a team, right? You can like swap them out. You do. I, I think they're playing so to... often back to back. Like. Yeah. Yeah. They might have to adjust the rosters or something. I don't know how they're going to do it. And then you still have basketball and hockey that never finish their seasons. So we'll see. We'll never know who won the Stanley Cup this year. We'll never. Yeah. Know. Or you know, is I mean, they, they can still play. I, I think the what the basketball and hockey are running into logistically is how close it's going to be to the following season. Mm. Um, but it's all right. Hopefully football, what, what matters is everybody gets healthy and we don't have to worry about this thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, no. For sure. No, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. So at least I'm at least excited to know that I'm going to get to watch Mulan in a theater. You know? Yes. Like, cause yeah. literally that was Brooks and I were, were planning sort of our first sort of date night movie night uh, of the year to go see Mulan. Uh, and that was like, you know, a week or two after the, the quarantine really started, uh, you know? And so we were like, Oh man, like, yeah. Like, it, <laughs> like I said, I think the good news is, is that movie th- um, studios are starting to put dates on things yeah. whether it's mulan is july 24th i think now and then the quiet place was september so they're starting to f- fill stuff in and hopefully that will um Candyman also got moved to september as well yeah like the end of september so yeah so candy man candy man oh brian you're gonna see it two more times and then he'll pop out tony todd's gonna come uh, out you have screen. to say it five times so wait no i said well, yeah, candy man. you said candy man i said candy man. and then oh, i said okay. candy man. So two more so one more candy man oh no oh, now, now we've said it we've asshole. said it like seven seventeen times now yeah um, i know now i'm just now i'm just berating tony todd at this point. <laughs> jerks yeah i know tony todd did nothing to, to uh deserve that but one thing that is still normal is there's still Blu-rays coming out. Um, yeah, yeah. So we can we can tell you where you can dry, do a drive-through at Best Buy and get hey, some Zach, Blu-rays. How come you're not doing your uh, headset? Um, it... We figured that it sounded better this way than to have intermittent drowning noise through my headset. Yeah, the the drowning noise is caused by when he's actually using the headset. So he either he got a bad headset or he's got a bad USB plug. Oh, so yeah. how'd you figure that out? Uh, we figured it out before you got on. Wow. Yeah. So, because I didn't think that the head the headset seemed like it's fine. So, but apparently not. But anyway, Blu-rays. DVD releases the Blu-rays. Um. Well. Uh. Uh. Greta Gerwig's Little Women is coming to Blu-ray and DVD and digital, so you could check that out if you'd like. Uh, I um, pre-ordered that. You did. Right I did. on. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Um, uh, Arrow's putting out Beyond the Door. Ryan, have you seen this one? Nope. Okay. Well, maybe we'll have to pick it up, and then we can tell you if you should watch Beyond the Door. (laughs) Um, Universal's re-releasing a few titles, among them American Pie, The Naked Mile. Wait, that's coming out on (laughs) Blu-ray? Why? I I have no idea. It's it, it's I think it's probably like their back catalog stuff that they've been doing, like where they'll put out like Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid and Radio Land Murders, like so they're like uh, uh, lower end stuff. But it's it's twenty dollars and forty nine cents to own American. Oh my gosh, The Naked Mile. I don't so, think it cost that much on DVD when it came out because that was like their that was like their third or third or second or third straight to DVD American yeah. Pie movie. 
That uh, would be a great Shout Factory thing is if they put all the American Pie spinoff movies into a big, dumb collection. That was- well, I think if they started a new pr- imprint called Snore Factory and then they just <laughs> they just put out like just sh- old, shitty, straight-to-DVD sequels. It's called The Shit to, Show to fran- Yes, to franchises that already had too many sequels. Um, yeah. That might, that might not be a bad plan. I, I, I worked at Blockbuster when The Naked Mile came out. Um, so I remember the trailers for that thing, and it looks awful. But it was your biggest seller that month, wasn't it? Well, no, I think, I, think, yeah, I think even Blockbuster only got like six copies of that movie new. <laughs> like, like, seriously, no one was coming in. Ugh. Probably none of them the unrated version, because Blockbuster would edit their stuff and remove all the unrated stuff for the longest. No, 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 no. We had unrated movies at the Blockbuster. You guys um, made it very difficult to find Zach and Miri make a porno unrated. <laughs> I will oh. just... Uh, I, was, then, I wasn't there exactly, but um, but also amongst the other um, back titles you can get, um, uh, Breach uh, with Chris Cooper, um, and uh, this is coming from Mill Creek as a back catalog. All the Pretty Horses. Does everybody remember All the Pretty Horses? No, you don't. Nobody oh. remembers All the Pretty Horses because you just died. Um, Kino Lobor. Kino Lober has a big month or a big week this week um Bo Guest uh with Gary Cooper and Ray Moland is coming out mm. um uh we've got Angel with Marlena Dietrich um which I don't believe is that should so that shouldn't be part of Ryan Mar- Marlena Dietrich collection it is not because okay. it's just a Strauss Strauss Strausenberg and her yeah his work was her work with Strasbourg. Uh, another Gary, Gary Cooper movie called The Lives of a Bengal Lancer, uh, which seems like a fun little adventure film that you can check out. Fred McMurray in Murder, He Says. Uh, and the, the poster is Fred McMurray looking puzzled, where uh, a woman in the background, I'm assuming it's Helen Walker, holding a gun and uh, carrying a cane and looking like a badass in shorts. Uh, and then also... Um, Carol Lombard and Randall Scott in a movie called Supernatural from 1933. I have a DVD of this, um, mm-hmm. and I have yet to watch it. But um, if they're putting it on Blu-ray now, I might just go ahead and upgrade. So. Carol Lombard is amazing. Carol Lombard Randall is. Scott lived with Cary Grant for some time. Yep. And also, uh, <laughs> first time I heard about Randall Scott was in Blazing Saddles when they just all salute him <laughs> by putting their hats to their to their chest. Um, and I... I uh, amongst the other back titles, Wimbledon coming out. Uh, anybody remember Wimbledon with Kirsten Dunst and yes. Paul Bettany? I do remember yeah. the poster very vividly. Yeah. She's like holding the the racket to her head. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like she's just beating her head with the racket going like, why is Paul Bettany looking so weird in this poster? Like, So she's just like trying to break out the anxiety in herself from having to be in this movie. It's when, uh, and it's then Paul Bettany was trying to be like, the 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 charming star of of romantic the new Jude comedies. Law, yeah. yeah, and that was supposed no, to be well, like a sexy movie, Jude but it was not. Law had like a bit of a rivalry, but in the end, nobody won in that fight. You know, yeah. so I mean, Jude Law, I guess technically won. Um, I guess the big new new release uh, in terms of like 4K is Doolittle. So mm-hmm. if y'all like Doolittle, you can check that out. It was not like it, it, it's watchable for kids movie. That's just my thing. Um, I'm surprised uh, they were and, able to get that one out so fast because that was just in theaters. Like, did did they did they yeah, move it up well, or did they? Oh, they had to have. I mean, that was what January. Yeah. So it's Early been like January. two months. 
that was the first big release. So, but it died in theaters pretty quick. Um, oh yeah. You no, know, like every time I was looking for tickets initially for that first week, like it seemed like families were going to it. So yeah, because like I didn't see sold out. Uh, uh, I don't know. Being a Robert Downey Jr. completist is going to be really hard with that movie. <laughs> Um, and then uh, this is something uh, you'll uh, you might like, Mr. James. Um, Alistair Sims, who is the star of that uh, Christmas Carol adaptation that you're a fan of. Um, there's a collection coming out called Alistair Sims School for Laughter. And you've got four classic comedies in this, including The Bells of St. Trinidad, uh, School for Scoundrels, Laughter in Paradise and Hunt, um, uh, Hutton Cry. Uh, so, yeah, watch <laughs> Alistair Sims not be Scrooge, I guess. That might be good because part of the best thing of his Scrooge is at the end when he's like funny and jolly and all of that. Like, it's one of the best parts of the movie. You so go. What day is it? Him, Just him me. in a comedy is not a bad idea. No, no, he was, he was, a, he was a classically trained. He, he knew how to do comedy. Um, Terror Train, which was initially a Shout Factory thing, just got released as a Scorpion releasing uh, title. So then that makes sense because Shout lost the license on it a while back, and that title's been out of print for a bit. Yep. Um, but now I have a chance to get Terror Train. Uh, it's it's a it's a fun movie where David Blaine's or David Copperfield's in it for some reason. Because uh, he gives a magical performance. <laughs> <laughs> Does he need to be there, right? Does he need to be there? I don't think so. But I'm going to save the I saved the best for last, guys, because at last, we don't have to wait any longer for a physical copy of this. We can get Cats, the non-butthole cut oh, on right. Blu-ray um, only. No 4K of Cats, as far as I can see. Okay, <clears throat> I will say, so I watched the one-hour Lindsay Ellis video about Cats this week. Uh-huh. Um, if, you, if you've never seen any of her stuff on on youtube she's she's great um and uh so she spent an hour kind of trying to explain cats and <laughs> and as she put it why cats um and it makes a little more sense like i it it, it actually makes me less interested in the movie though because now i'm just like oh okay i understand the equation for how we got to this nightmare fuel um, <laughs> it, it is popular yeah. But, what would it take to make you interested in the movie, uh, James? Um, it's more that, like, as she talked about it, when she really pointed out what I think I, I already thought was was the problem, which was Tom Hooper, like, that was that was kind of like where I was like, oh, okay, I, I guess I don't I don't need to see it. Like, yes, they made this movie because they thought, well, if you take Les Mis and add cats, it'll totally make lots of money. Um, <laughs> So what if they now, put the buttholes back in? Okay, yes. I know I know where you're going. Yeah, absolutely. If they put the buttholes back in, I would totally watch that movie. Oh, oh, oh Wait, my god. What? <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear the audio, but I love these uh these reviews. Oh, where's that button to do the audio? Oh, oh, uh got it.
Oh. Well, guys, we've all seen now Ian McKellen with cat nipples. So, oh, yeah. Thanks, XVP Studios. That's... I'm going to go ahead and leave this meeting now. <laughs> yeah. Less than Bye, I was everybody. hoping it's for. <laughs> Man. And that's Blu-rays. <laughs> Podcast over. Yeah. Fun. Um, um, yeah. So yeah, uh, I don't want to watch cats. I, yeah. You know what? You've corrected me, Brad. No. If they put buttholes in cats, I won't watch cats. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. That, that, that trailer took care of it. Yeah. Sheesh. Uh, I'll still watch the non-butthole cut just to see what the fuss is all about. Does that technically count as us all having seen Taylor Swift's butthole? <laughs> <laughs> just shake it off, James. Oh, the, uh, man. Yeah. Yep, that okay. happened Thanks, just Brad. now. I don't even know where to go from. <laughs> I don't know. Brad, why? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's my I, question. I decided I wanted to break the first uh, teleconference like, episode of the show. We're never yeah. doing this on YouTube again. Nope. That's what happens when you add screen share. Um, <laughs> the meeting. Actually, James, this, yes, this is your fault because you taught him how to do this. That's true. That <laughs> is true. We blame you for this only. Oh my gosh. Alrighty. So, um, um, yeah, we're gonna, gonna share hardcore porno. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> All right, I'm out. Yeah. Let's talk about stuff we watched this week. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching. James, because you're first oh. on my task bar up here. What did you watch this week? Cool. Um, so, couple different things. Uh, last night we watched uh, we watched Onward, which I hadn't seen yet. Ooh. Um. And we got it on the Disney Plus. Uh, we also own it on Amazon because my sister-in-law bought it and our Amazon accounts are linked. And I'll probably buy a Blu-ray of it. And I'll probably love it forever because that movie is an incredible Pixar film um, that like, I knew maybe 15 minutes in, I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to cry at this. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, I think not only was it so much fun, as somebody who has played a lot of D&D in his life, like when it was over i turned to my wife i was like okay the only thing that was seriously wrong with that movie um is the gelatinous cubes do not immediately disintegrate things they slowly <laughs> digest them kind of like a sarlacc um but still uh i i think just the story they told everything with like having these magical creatures who kind of come alive early on i thought it was gonna kind of turn into a metaphor about like people losing the, their creativity in a world about technology. And then I was like, Oh, okay, no, it's, it's just a good father, son story and brother story. Yeah. Um, but the brother stuff really like caught me by surprise in the way that they meant it to. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's incredible. Everyone should watch it. It's like worth having a Disney plus subscription for, I would almost say, um, you know, I mean, there's, there's been plenty of stuff already, at least as far as I'm concerned, but um, that was just great. So, so I jumped so um, walked to a tiny spot, right? Yeah, yeah, no, uh, onward is, there's some so many, like, great little moments. Like, you have to go back to the beginning to fulfill your quest. I love yeah. um, the the moment where, uh, I'm sorry, it's been a few we uh, weeks, but Tom Holland's character realizes that he's always had a dad. Yeah. Like, that's what really got oh, me. I was like, oh, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. No. Well, and his his sort of moment where he turns. Also, the one of the things that I would say that movie does really well is its setups and payoffs 
feel really natural. And so while it talks about things like him learning to drive, you know, or, or like at the end when all these things that they've learned along the way, like the spells they've learned along the way all kind of come together. Like, I think those, those setups and payoffs were all really natural and good. And it didn't feel like, Oh, this is the part of the movie where we learn X, Y, Z. Yeah. So that later we can use that, you know, (coughs) sorry, excuse me. Um, so yeah, I, I, that was really great. I, I totally recommend that for anybody. Um, one of the other things we were talking about a little bit beforehand uh, that I've been watching a lot of is, so we've been watching the new season of British Baking Show and it's great, um, but you know, that's for when you want to watch something good that makes you feel good, that is genuinely the best reality show ever made. Like it makes you want to eat food. It makes you want to help your neighbor. Like it's just a wonderful show. But um, Netflix also right now put out the first season of something called Love is Blind, um, which is so you guys aren't aware, though, I, I told Ryan uh, and Zach a little bit before the show, like I have I have a, a guilty pleasure, which is real bottom of the barrel, like VH1 level romance shows like dating shows is vh1 still a channel i have no idea uh, if it is i really hope it's just reruns of flavor of love and rock of love 2 and uh like all those shows to me are just absolute gold and if you let me buy flavor of love or new york of love or rock of love on like dvd not blu-ray i don't want quality here um (laughs) if you let me buy those on dvd i probably would um because they're just awful and when i lived with like some my my dude friends in college like we were obsessed with those shows because they were awful um we've all seen them and i've seen some of those seasons multiple times um so Love is Blind falls into that category of absolute trash TV. And it's something that like when Brooks and I saw the trailer for it, the premise is that they're going to take like 10 dudes and 10 ladies and put them in a house. And there's a, you know, the house is divided into dudes and ladies. And then there's these rooms where a guy can grow, go into a room and a girl goes into a, into the other room and there's a wall between them and they can talk to each other and they can date having not seen each other. Oh, it's love is blind. Right, ah. exactly. And so at this point, you're like, okay, a decent idea for a dumb, useless waste of my time, right? Yeah. But, but they also, the premise of the, like, they have basically two weeks to get engaged and then their wedding will be four weeks after that. So it's it's not just is love blind. It's not just can people fall in love without seeing each other. It's also can you fast track this shit? Are you so desperate to be married and pretend like you have your shit together that you will basically just pick anybody based on the sexiness of their voice and run as fast as you can at that altar? And that makes it absolute trash. Um, it is at times appalling you like it is difficult to watch because you have people doing and saying things that are idiotic and contradicting themselves like it it takes these people who are obviously again desperate enough they would end up on the show um and think that this was a good idea and really revealing how much they kind of just want to be on tv uh because they'll say something one place and then contradict themselves and like oh it's just absolutely awful um 
there's like there's like one couple that's actually kind of boring because they actually kind of work like you're like oh you guys are actually <laughs> kind of normal and like you know you're not just super dramatic and then there's there are people where literally when they come on the tv it just hurts to listen to them talk um and that's really what i'm there for is just that pain you know it's kind of like it's kind of like when you like have have sprained your ankle and so you pinch the other leg just to like distract yourself from the pain it's that kind of thing like there's a massive quarantine going on so i sit in my room and i just cut myself and watch love is blind like um so anyway it's it's awful and no one should watch it it's been picked up for two more seasons and i'm in hell um and and worst case of all uh, so is my wife like my (laughs) entire family is now involved in um in in a worse apocalypse than corona um so yeah is love love even a thing anymore because what you just described proves that it isn't oh it yes as a married so there's two there's two actual things out of it yes to answer your question as a married couple watching the show um whenever they tell each other on the show that they love each other it makes it feel shitty when i tell my wife that (laughs) two two the real good thing about watching the show is how good if you are in a relationship how good you feel about your relationship Okay. Like okay. you can watch two or three episodes in a row and look at your significant other and go, man, we're really good at this. We're like so much better at dating than any of these people. Man, oh, so it's an empowering show. Absolutely. <laughs> like just makes you feel good, you yeah, know, okay. while also being extremely painful. It makes okay. you feel sad about humans. And then also makes you feel good about how smart and wise and mature you are. So, I just didn't think they'd be able to turn love into the basic exped- uh, expediency of Amazon Prime, where it's just like, well, I'll get my yeah. marriage certificate in two weeks, or I get a $1.50 digital reward for free. It's, so. it's absolutely like a hop, skip, and a jump away from, from you know, like a, uh, a mail-by-order bride. Like, uh, oh, because oh, here's the other thing I left out, right? Like the premise of the show is can you fall is love actually superficial or can you fall in love without actually seeing the person, right? Well, it's also a TV show, so everyone on the show is beautiful. Like yeah. there was no point at which like the doors opened up and somebody was like, Oh, oh, it's a troll. Like I didn't know <laughs> I didn't I wasn't expecting that there was gonna be a dragon on the other side of the door. Like, no. All of these people, all the people on the show who are ugly. Are ugly on the inside. Oh, like, oh, oh! So yeah. just drop some knowledge. So it's, so it's <laughs> and empowering. Gotcha, gotcha. Right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So not only now, so you will feel bad about yourself for not being so beautiful as all of these dum dums on the TV. I don't need but, a TV show to do that for me. <laughs> but also, the number of times that like people have said things, and either Brooks or I will just be like, "That's that's why you're single." Like this <laughs> nonsense right here is why you're single and you're just doing it again. Like, so anyway, yeah, terrible show. No one should watch it. You should all unsubscribe from Netflix because it is so bad, <laughs> but there will be two more seasons. So if you want to get in early, now is the time. Yeah. But so you mentioned dragons uh, being like being non-existent. Would you watch a dragon dating show? Like actual dragons? Yeah. Okay. But only if it's dating people, dating dragons. Yeah. I want, okay. I want like, sexy how to train your how to date your dragon that's what i want um so uh and then the only other thing let's see 
did we watch? We've been watching through the Indiana Jones movies again, um, which that's just been, you know, fun. And I rewatched Iron Man yesterday because I think I'm going to like go through a lot of the older ones that I haven't seen in a long time and rewatch some of those. Um, like maybe, I don't know that I'm going to go through all of the Marvel movies again, but just like, I, I was just surprised how well Iron Man still holds up. Um, like, sure, it's got the MySpace joke, but still, like, it's just a great movie that fits in that universe really well now, even though the universe feels very different today. Um, so, yeah, I think that was really good. And then it's just a question of whether or not Brad wants to talk about Picard. Um, because I finished Picard last week and talked about it some on my on when I was alone, but uh, <laughs> have not actually had a chance to catch up with Brad about it. Brad? I can talk about it. Yeah, I think I texted you after you finished it and just asked you, like told you that I, I'm not sure how much I hate it. And I, I, I actually think I answered that question by just not thinking about it very much since then. Me so, neither. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've talked to a few people. I talked to uh, one guy who liked it, but he mostly just likes it as like Star Trek canon more than he likes it as like a well-written show. So Yeah, it's like um, it exists, so therefore it's great. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right. His, yeah, his argument it's... for it being good was he's like, yeah, I, well, because I like it because I'm watching a lot of Discovery too. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> so, I guess that's fair. <laughs> um, so yeah, go ahead, Brad. Yeah, it's, it's you know, I it definitely feels like a season of just hey, welcome back to the Picard timeline, um, and also let's slightly apologize for Star Trek Nemesis. Um, yeah. Which I'm like, but at the same time, I, I just keep thinking about, you know, pretty much every Star Trek series, the first season is not exceptional. So yeah. here's to the second season. Right. I guess I was, I was kind of hoping the show was going to be built more like a mini series and that there might not even be the promise of a second season because it's like, yeah, Patrick Stewart, like he's got shit to do. Um, how much can we talk about it? Because uh, like everything I want to talk about just deals with the the finale spoilers. Yeah, I know, and I and I know that Zach is gonna watch it, and I I don't know that we should necessarily spoil it. So if there's not guys, a lot. But... If you guys can hold out another week, I will I will watch it this week. Yeah, maybe we wait a couple <laughs> weeks, and and Brad and I find some time where we'll like do a spoiler talk about it. Um, because I totally agree. Like I think the show is is middling to forgettable, and then the last like. 20 to 40 minutes of the show is um insulting and disappointing and i i think that's the part that's really rough yeah so um yeah i don't know so that's that's pretty much everything i've been watching it's worth talking about zach um i have actually been pretty lacking this past week um i've been holding a jack benny radio and film and television quarantine festival in my house um that uh basically uh, the event operates whenever i am not working uh so i've been going through a lot of the television shows uh that jack did on um specifically on the shout factory release of the lost episodes which were episodes of the show that for the most part people knew existed but they didn't know if there was a good print out there but um one of the ones that i watched which was the dick van dyke episode um uh the clayton worthington murder um i i was reading more into it they didn't even know that a print of this still existed and dick van dyke thought it was lost forever until they found it and apparently he was relieved when they found it um not too long ago 
and was a, and were able to put it out on DVD. And that episode's fantastic. It, it starts with Dick Van Dyke being introduced by Jack, and then he does a dance and a song and dance number. And then the the whole gag is is that uh, Dick Van Dyke has heard a rumor that Jack, because he's so cheap, when he gets an actor at a high price, he works them to death. And in this case, he asks him to be in a murder mystery sketch. And Jack plays the detective and Dick Van Dyke plays everybody else. So he'll enter the room as one character, go back out, come back in as another character. He ends up playing six different characters. And then the gag at the end is that he actually was playing a seventh character. But I won't spoil that because I know Ryan and Brad might get a kick out of watching Dick Van Dyke do that. You may not like the Jack segment, but watching Dick Van Dyke work in that, albeit in an edited form, is pretty fantastic to just watch him keep the consistency of the performance. It's, you know, Dick Van Dyke's a genius for a reason. Um, And other episodes that I ended up watching were primarily um, ones that had to do with Jack playing the violin and um, the notoriousness that he was a terrible fiddle player when in actuality he um, uh, actually raised millions of dollars for pension funds for local and for state orchestras across the country so that they could continue to thrive. Uh, Basically the impetus for this was uh, classical musicians can't raise enough money because nobody cares about classical music. But if a bad violin slash comedian, bad violin player slash comedian were to hold a benefit because of his popularity, he could raise more money than any actual classical musician could. So that's kind of like the the curse of, you know, like Jack being not as great at the violin, but yet he was able to basically save a lot of different orchestras across the country as a result. Um, And one of the shows that I watched was the Carnegie Hall special that they did where they did the special, sold it to CBS, and the $250,000 that they got from that sale went to the contribution to save Carnegie Hall and make it a landmark in 1962. Um, and it's a great special, and you get to watch um, the, Benny, the, the Benny Goodman Sextet, uh, the Philadelphia Symphony Orchestra, and a lot of others just kind of show the classical music form. And then the finale is Jack and Isaac Stern, who was one of the world's foremost violinists, getting up and doing a duet uh, to the, I believe it's the Mendelssohn Concerto. Um, so it, it, so it's been a fun little uh, romp, you know, going through those. I've been re- re-listening to the radio shows. I went through the Ronald Coleman uh, Oscar being stolen bit, which is primarily, you know, like Jack wants to borrow Ronald Coleman's Oscar because he borrows pretty much everything from Ronald Coleman who lives across the street. So Jack gets robbed as he's walking home and the Oscar gets stolen and it starts a seven week, seven to eight week uh, thread about how he can find a, a replacement Oscar to give to Ronald Coleman until he can find the real one. Um, and uh, the, the ending will surprise you. I won't spoil it because y'all should listen to it. It's all on the radio, uh, on the YouTubes for freeze. Um, uh, but I guess the, the only real movie that I watched this week was I rewatched George Washington slept here, which I've talked about a bunch on the show. So I won't go back into it, but Ryan, like every time I try to, I, I, I talked about this not too long ago, but, Mr. Blanding's Builds His Dream Home is the better Build Your Country home movie. <laughs> like, it, Cary Grant's much better at doing what he does. Being an actor? What, what Jack, it's, it's just like Jack is being asked to do primarily slapstick and not, like, it's, it just doesn't, it doesn't work. This, the movie's fine, it's just that it, but it's definitely not what it could be. 
uh, in terms of like, there's an actor in it who plays like the handyman who's, uh, you know, helping around the house named Percy, played by Percy Kilbride, who ended up being Pa Kettle in the Ma and Pa Kettle movies. And he's amazing in the movie. Um, and uh, Anne Sheridan's good in it too. And uh, Charles Coburn plays uh, an uncle who pretends to be rich so that his family will treat him better. Um, so uh, it, it, it is a fun movie. If you get it on Warner Archive, you can check it out. It's got Hattie McDaniel in it too. And albeit it's a little bit, you know, it's of its time. So always keep that in mind with these films, but she's funny in it too. Um, and then, um, and, and yeah, that's, that's been pretty much it. I, I, I'm a little lacking, but I found out my sister uh, is giving us access to her Disney Plus. So I may be talking about some Mandalorian next week. I don't know. Don't say that on the internet. Disney's listening. Okay, sorry. Brad, believe me. I don't care. <laughs> James is the host. He's got the controls. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Uh, Brad, <clears throat> you said you didn't watch anything. Did you watch anything? <laughs> uh, actually, I remembered I watched Tiger King. Right. Ooh. Yeah, uh, we we started it too, but we only got like halfway into the first episode. So, so again, I can't talk about spoilers, but um, yeah, that show's crazy. Yeah. Um, I'm mean, I'm really disturbed by how people seem to um <laughs> lionize um hey oh uh, Joe Exotic um yeah it's like, very creepy. There's no character in the show that's uh, like a good good person. They're all terrible. Um, so it's interesting, just like. I've seen a lot of memes just uh, coming down on uh, Carol Baskin, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know. I, I can kind of see uh, there's a scenario where, um, you know, her, her deceased husband uh, actually faked his own death because all the women he's cheated on. So, <laughs> um, But it doesn't explain how she has his fortune. So, I, I, yeah, I'm just a, pre- a little deflated that, you know, the the one guy who... Um, did all these things to the the cats he owns, and then uh, I guess orchestrated a murder, possible yeah. murder. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm now is kind of being treated like a lo- local hero. Yeah, am, I, am I crazy? Because it, it could just be that I've been watching a lot of Love Is Blind. But am I crazy? Or twenty minutes in, I just wanted those two people to just make out. Like, <laughs> like it just felt like they were the same person. But their arguments for why they keep cats are different, um, and that they could probably like just get married and be very happy together. Well, the thing that I the at least ha- I happier away. than the people on Love Is Blind, that's for sure. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing I took away from it is that they're all under the delusion that they're helping these animals when, in fact, none of them are. Um, yeah. Nobody that nobody that is talked to in that series is is doing anything of remote value whatsoever to the ecological system or conservationism. So no, they're all terrible people. I I I do find it weird that people are lionizing Joe Exotic. The, the only meme that I've really enjoyed out of all this is the one where somebody turned it into a Disney animated car- cartoon called Tigger King. But, you know, <laughs> outside of that, like it's it, the last 7 minutes of that documentary makes you realize that you have been caught up in the drama of uh, of very unimportant things compared to the actual truth of the matter which is like everybody's terrible these animals are getting abused so but did good documentary very good always keeps the escalation up never never a dull moment yeah it's it's like a 
like there's part of me that is suspicious that the whole thing is fake just because of how much access they have to like the darkest behind the scenes parts of what's going on um so yeah i guess we'll see it's weird it's just i, I they they show so much of like behind the scenes stuff that just makes these people look so terrible it just feels like it has to be set up like that and it also has like a vibe of it almost feels like the show because the show's vibe is so much making a, uh the making a murderer documentary but like what if we could take it further so um it's like, it's like, like what if we could get like the most entertaining version of that without all the because it's also it takes place like from 2015 to now so like all this crazy stuff happened in the last five years and i've never heard of it well, like, it's all been localized within Oklahoma. Like the guy ran for president. Like <laughs> John Oliver yes. talked about. It. Yes. Um, it's just weird that, like, what's going on in the documentary is so uh, absurd. Like, I, you know, it should have come across my Twitter feed at some point. Like in the past five years. It's, well, yeah. Again, John Oliver did talk about him in like a brief thing, but that's the thing. Like, it was just that that situation. Like nobody really knew what was going on with in terms of the, like, unless you were a fan of his for the whole like Carol Baskin stuff, like it seemed like it was just really localized to Oklahoma, which that happens. I guess there's all the stuff that goes on. I just don't know how it like it was kept that silent. I don't know. I, uh, sorry. I've seen about half of it and I'm not enamored with it. Like everybody else. Mm. I mean, it's, it's okay. And then every once in a while, you go, this person's real. And, but at the same time, it's just, I, I'm kind of in Brad's boat because at one point they, uh, spoilers, James, they, uh, his like Whatever. reptile farm and studio burns down, mm-hmm. but then they still have all this footage. And I'm like, wait, I thought they lost all this footage. So I don't know. And like, um, how lucky is this documentary c- crew that, you know, it's five years ago went out just to profile this guy and then, all this stuff happens after the fact. So they turn the documentary into this. So there's a version where it was supposed to be, be just a profile of here's this, uh, tiger, uh, sanctuary. And you know, that would be the end of it. Like they really went out there just for that. I mean, the filmmaker does touch on that at the, in the very first episode mm-hmm. where, cause he was talking about private zoos and that, but yeah, but it also seems really lucky that he, cause the first thing he's at a, a place where a dude's buying some snake and he has a snow leopard in his van and he says, well, you should see this guy named Joe exotic. And it, it's just, I don't know. I, I'm not enamored yeah. with it as like everybody else is. I mean, it's, there's some parts that you can't believe, um, you know, when he's at the funeral of his husband and he's talking about his balls being golden nuggets, you're like, what in the fuck is going on here? But I don't know. It's all right. Yeah, I'm I'm impressed with like how, um, you know, you'll be thinking of well, like you'll be trying to follow the path of like how things are happening and like who could be doing what to each other, and then as soon as you kind of think of it, um, they'll finish a segment and then they'll bring up the thing you're thinking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you're like, well, if that happened, then then you know why doesn't it, this is so hard to talk about <laughs> spoiling like two thirds of the show. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, yeah, well, what if, if, what if this evidence, if this evidence exists, like then why not? Oh, okay. Here they're bringing it up now. 
So. But it does have a very big uh, making a murderer vibe. The episodes end almost totally. the same way. Yeah. And they also have the interstitials of him phoning in from jail and stuff. So, yeah. Right. Which, I mean, like, and actually, Brad, I didn't even think about that. There is some footage that uh, relates to the reality producer whose footage was supposedly all burned. The only thing that tells me that the, at least the majority of that footage is not like it. Joe, I guess Joe Exotic was actually like, uh, the woman who lost her arm did say that he was filming that zoo every hour of every day, like everything. Oh yeah, that's I yeah. mean that's the only thing I could even think of is that the filmmaker repurposed everything that he filmed. Yeah, which would make a lot of sense, and he would probably yeah. still have some form of video from when that reality producer was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm I just from watching the first twenty minutes, like I might just wait till the butthole cut comes out. <laughs> Please no. Because Joe Joe Exotic doesn't wear underwear, so I assume that there's a butthole cut out there somewhere. Uh, the point is that uh, I feel very happy right now. <laughs> uh, cool, Ryan. What did you watch? Um, actually, I watched a lot. My wife is a nurse, and she started developing symptoms that were coronavirus related. So I had to also be sent home from work in case she's uh, test came back negative. So we're fine. But so we did uh, we'll get through this, Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> we did a kind of a fun Apparently thing. Apparently negative means positive. <laughs> referencing the office. Yeah, that is an office <laughs> joke. Um, I'll talk about uh, a couple things I watched with that uh, without my family. And then I'll tell you what we did while we are quarantined is kind of fun. Um, so I watched the first four Resident Evil movies, <laughs> um, wow. uh, and they're still pretty fun. Um, the first one, it, when you go back and watch them in order, and um, I mean, virtually back to back. I watched three in one night. Um, they make a lot more sense, because when there's a three, two or three year gap between the movies, you forget all these little things. And uh, so the first one is pretty fun. Um, it does suffer a lot from the early mid two thousands where it's like grunge metal set to fights where it's like, kill things. Yeah. I mean, I know James and Brad don't like the movies at all. Um, uh, I own all of them. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, your letterbox, you give them one star each. So well, well hold on. Well, <laughs> they are bad films and I love them. Um, yeah, you know, I, halfway through what you're talking about, I was like, he already did a binge watch of the Resident Evil movies, and then I remember that was the Underworld series. Yeah, so ooh, that's how so, interchangeable they are in my head. <laughs> I do have all of them too, and they're all on um, Steelbook. And the last uh, movie of each of them is in Ultra HD. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I mean, they're fun. Like, I, I still think they're pretty fun movies. Uh, just to sit back and it. I do every once in a while I like putting in a movie and turning off your brain. And that's always fun. Um, I also watched, uh, yeah, the two Kate the, the Blanchett. Ones you gave, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I have the ones you gave me, so I still got to check them out. Yeah, you should. Like the, the first one's pretty fun. The second one, the director makes a lot of weird uh, stylistic choices mm-hmm. uh, with the zombies. He always uh, shoots them at um, a high speed, but then he slows it down. So it's really weird. It's like that blurry, wait is that why that looks that way yeah it's a like a music video blurry it's weird um yeah. 
I've seen the first oh. one a long time ago when you gave me that set, so I never finished my binge. So yeah, it's whatever. Um, so the second one is maybe my least favorite of the whole series. Um, the third it's, one's pretty yeah. fun. It's kind of like a Mad yeah. Max with. I was uh, gonna say the third one is like maybe the best one. Because <laughs> uh, you, you you know because I'm pretty sure the fourth one opens with her with her all her clones at the Umbrella Corporation. Right. Because three, three is where stuff starts to really go off the rails. Yeah, because with she, like, yeah, all the clone stuff. Yeah, because at the end she says, "We're coming for you," and it's nothing but a hundreds of clones of Alice. Um, whatever. And I think that's probably where they figured out their whole method for how those movies made more money every time, because they really were like, they were like, they were like a a grunge metal version of a soap opera. Yeah, like every episode would end, every movie would end on like some kind of ridiculous cliffhanger that then they would just have to undo in the first five minutes of the next movie and then tell a completely different weird story that ended in a bizarre way. Yeah, that's a pretty apt way of describing it because, um, you know, I'm sure when they made the first one, the cliffhanger at the end was just, you know, if this movie did well. And, um, And they all start the pretty much the same way where it's, Mila Hovovich going, my name is Alice. I work for Umbrella Corporation. Yeah. And then they end the same way with uh, like a crane shot pulling away from her right? and setting up the next movie. And James, you're right. And then the next movie, it'll be like five minutes of her solving the issue from the previous movie. Right. And then it goes somewhere like, completely different. Like the fourth movie starts with basically just all of her clones being murdered so yep. that then we can just start a story about Alice, who we assume maybe is the original one, but who, <laughs> yeah. who could even know anymore? Um, and then you just have this whole other weird story, and at some point she swims in some foggy water in 3D. Um, yeah. Because that's the one you and I saw in theaters together, right? Is yep. I think 4 is Afterlife. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> See? So, yeah. Uh, that I was know. fun. <laughs> um, I also... You know uh, Sorry, the other thing I was going to say about it is, I think part of the reason for that is that by the time they got to the third one, any goodwill from the video games was gone. Oh, yeah. People probably went to see the second one because they liked the video games so much and wanted to go see, like, and the first one was okay. And then by the time you get into the third and beyond that, it's just about whether or not you're going to go see Mia Jovovich and and some dumb. Um, Yeah. And so that's when the franchise, to me, really just hits gold. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So anyway. But it's, you know, one thing I do like about... Mila Hovich, is she does know what movie she's in and she fully embraces uh, the absurdity of it. And it's, you know, why not? Who cares? Yeah. You know, your husband's directing them. You're kicking yeah. zombie ass. He knows what kind of movies he's making. He's not oh, yeah. He doesn't care. He, make, he makes movies that make money. I mean, he yeah. really does. Well, um, except for Three Musketeers. Yeah. Womp, womp. Yeah. Uh, I, so I officially named. Uh, my Kate Blanchett series, Kate is enough because I couldn't think of anything else and I'm not really happy about it, Zach. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, so I rewatched uh, Thor Ragnarok and I started it at like 1130. I said, I'll just watch a little bit of this and I'll go to bed. Well, two and a half hours later, I was finally getting ready for bed. Cause that movie's so much fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's really great in it, but even if you, if she wasn't in it, um, just everything about that movie is really fun. And it's taking the Thor character that previously was kind of serious and um, 
his jokes came from him being from not from this world. Fish out of water, yeah. Letting him flesh out and being a little more silly is great. Um, so yeah, Thor Ragnarok is awesome. Uh, you know, the colors of the, how it was shot, the music, the performances. That's that's one of my favorite Marvel movies. Um, I also watched, I've never seen it, Elizabeth, which is her first movie where she kind of got uh, accolades for. I think it's from 98 or 99. I can't remember. Uh, but in it, she plays the Virgin Queen Elizabeth. So it's a historical drama. I mean, it's a really loosey-goosey with the facts. But uh, I'm always a big fan of historical dramas and the politicalness of it and, you know, the maneuvering to be, uh, to get what you want. Because back then it was warring clans and all this stuff. And, and she's amazing in the movie. Uh, I can see why she got nominated for Best Actress twice. The only actress who's ever been nominated for the same role twice. Right. Um, so the first one was 98 and then uh, Elizabeth the Golden Age is 2007, so about nine years later. Yes, and it's, uh, it's, a, it's just a really fascinating. I really love the old school political stuff in movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's pretty violent. Uh, and it, it's really fascinating because this, uh, this Elizabeth kind of plays sort of like a political version of Braveheart, not as many war scenes, where it's violent, there's nudity, and the second one is rated PG-13, so they must have toned it down, which is really weird because if I remember history right, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm remembering it right. During her golden years is she had to stop the Scottish uprising with um, uh, the Mary Queen of Scots. If I remember right, I could be wrong. Um, I don't think I am, but we'll see. I'll, I'll watch that uh, soon. And so uh, getting back to uh, us being in quarantine, um, or self-isolation, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we decided that every night Kellen would roll a dice or a die. And if he got a one, he could pick the movie. If it was a three, then Laura picked the movie. And if it was a five, I picked the movie. And so after the first day, then he'd roll the, the die and tell someone who didn't get to pick a movie one. And then the last movie we picked was the person who didn't get it. So the uh, the first night we kind of we were talking about it, but Laura had to do schoolwork. So Kellen and I watched Indiana Jones and the last crusade uh, because he wanted to watch an adventure movie with lots of villains. And I go, Oh, uncle James talked about this. This is the perfect movie because there's lots of villains in it. Yeah. And watching that movie, uh, I haven't seen it maybe this in like two years (laughs) because I try to, I try to watch them pretty regularly, but it's movie is so great. Um, I, I I also hadn't seen it in a couple of years. Um, Brooks and I watched Raiders right after we got married, so sometime last year, no, two years ago. Um, but it's probably been maybe three or four years since I, I watched Crusade, and I was this time I was really watching it like trying to imagine if I hadn't seen it for the first time, and I were trying to pick it apart and just see how it works the way that I do a normal movie, and I was just amazed at how great that script is oh like it's the the whole setup of i think my whole life it's gone a little bit over my head how obvious the actual like conclusion of the father-son story of this moment where he's actually presented with a choice between indiana jones and the grail and Mm -hmm. tells him indiana and pulls him out of the thing like it's actually so obvious but is executed so well 
that like even what I said about onward and how great a job it does it as at its setups and payoffs, like that's not even a setup and payoff. Like that's just that's just what happened. Like that's just is the way it is. Like mm-hmm. it's not um no no writer was involved. That simply is the way Indiana Jones is. Um yeah. that script is just incredible. And there's always a fear um when I show Kellen these movies because I love them so much. Oh no. That you know it's like, is he gonna like this movie? And just like Raiders, when I showed him Raiders, um right away he sucked in because in you know the last crusade um when they show the faux indiana jones uh kellen says is that indiana jones because you know they show the silhouette and i said nobody uh the little well he wasn't really a little boy but i said the little boy is indiana jones river phoenix kellen river yeah (laughs) and did he he cover his eyes when uh donovan disintegrated oh no that's his favorite part of the movie um <laughs> I, I, I covered, I covered my eyes Leona. in the theater yeah i, I covered leona's eyes and she's 10 months old <laughs> so yeah so kellen gets in it right away when he's running on the circus train and i can tell right away he sucked in and he didn't really talk throughout the whole movie he just sat and watched it mm-hmm. um and then when he figured out he had to do you know the trials to get the the holy grail um and then he said his favorite part is when the dude turned into a skeleton and, uh, and it's just uh, lots of fun. And it, it's really cool seeing that uh, your little boy loves that movie as much as you do. And, you know, you forget the little lines. I love uh, when Indiana Jones is making out with a Nazi and he says, and I don't like fast women. <laughs> it's just funny. Uh, yeah. I, I just love that stuff. Um, and so the first night, Kellen won. And so we watched The Secret Life of Pets 2. Oh, and- it's garbage. Uh, the, but Kellen likes it, whatever. Um, the second night, Laura won, and we watched Tron Legacy, which I got oh, you. Man. Whoa. And I that, know. And that's when you won. Exactly. Well, I said, I said, Laura, you want to watch Tron Legacy? She doesn't really like sci-fi movies. Yeah. So I said, you're getting like the most sci-fi movie ever. Brooks, but, Brooks picked that once for a, for a movie night, and I was super excited, and then we never finished it. <laughs> it is uh, a long movie i think it's like it two is, and a half yeah. hours well i think we started it late i think it was like our second movie not late. long enough for me uh amen <laughs> give me a four-hour version of tron please yeah but it, it's it's a it's a pretty fun movie um it is interesting that in eight year, eight years how far the de-aging process has gone yeah uh, yeah because yeah jeff bridges that's is maybe not the only up. glaring thing in the film is uh jeff bridges de-aging it like doesn't the, it's yeah. the eyes and it doesn't it doesn't bother me so much in Tron, but it does bother me at the beginning, like the opening scene yeah. with the little boy. I'm like, oh, this looks bad. And then once you get the cue, then I'm like, ah, or clue. I mean, then yeah. I'm like, uh, this is great. Like whatever, because you're already in a giant CG world, so it doesn't bother me. So yeah, much. and I mean Olivia Wilde's in it, so it's, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's great stuff. <laughs> it's, it's wax on, wax off. Uh, no, it's cleaning my eyes because if I had glasses, they'd fog up. Um, oh, gotcha, yeah. Yeah. And man, I can't even remember what I picked <laughs> for uh, my movie. Uh, the second go around, um, Kellen picked... Uh, oh, man, I, uh, I can't even remember. Um, oh, The Adams Family, the cartoon Adams Family. Oh. Um, and that one's okay. I bought it for him because he really wanted it and he really liked it. And so, whatever. It's an okay movie. Um, Laura picked Pirates of the Caribbean, which Kellen Great. loved too because, you know, they turn into skeletons. Right. Um, and uh, I chose The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, and 
Kellen seen... loved it because Darth Vader is the boss of the bad guys. Has and... he seen the first one? Yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and and it looks amazing in 4K. By the way, um, if uh, because you know I don't have two hundred and fifty dollars to spend on the box set, so I said, you know what, I'll just buy the one, uh, the best <laughs> one. Yeah, and uh, so I got that, and it it looks amazing. Um, it, the, the colors and even like Darth Vader, even though he's all black, the textures you see on his costume and stuff, it, it's and the movie uh, oh, is amazing as well. Um, how yeah, did the special and, edition enhancements hold up? Uh, you know, you don't really notice them because cool. you know, and the one thing I do like about Empire Strikes Back too is the special edition is really just establishing shots of, of the fighters and things like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, not too much of the other. I mean, there's a little color correcting in it, but. Uh, yeah, because the the most the most uh, like obnoxious special edition stuff is the Han shot first stuff, and then everything at the end of Return. Yeah, with, you exactly. know, with the new songs and the changing well, the changed ghosts and that kind of stuff. And yeah, Jabba. yeah, 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 Java. So yeah, I think Return of the Jedi is the most egregious one, and I think they knew enough to leave pretty much Empire Strikes Back alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they repurposed. Uh, they got rid of a lot of the black lines on Hoth when the uh, the they're fighting the during the battle um and they cleaned up some of the tauntauns when they're running but you you really don't notice it it's uh it's i mean it's such a well done movie that it, that stuff is whatever you're welcome <laughs> yeah uh so yeah it, that was really awesome um yeah that's what i watched this week cool yep so uh thanks everybody for listening um hey. Thanks to Zoom and thanks. Oh, yay! Fireworks! <laughs> I win. Dude, it's ten hours. <laughs> yeah, this is ten hours of fireworks and at normal, normal speed. speed. Yep, <laughs> on wow. slow TV. Ryan, that's what Cary Grant and uh, Grace Kelly were in front of in the making of To Catch a Thief. <laughs> that is true. In front of this YouTube screen, there yeah. wasn't any actual fireworks. And yeah. this uh, is my this is my version of porn. It's just yeah. <laughs> So uh, thanks for everybody for listening. Thank you guys for uh, being on Zoom. Um, we will continue yeah. to put new episodes out. Um, yeah. I think maybe this week I might put a question on Twitter and Facebook. What movie uh, do people want us to watch? Yeah. yeah. And then maybe we That'd can talk cool. about it. I mean, we'll I don't do there. as I'm told, but, you know. Yeah, you will do what you're told. You're yeah. a leader, not a follower, James. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, thanks everybody. You guys uh stay safe and stay Yeah, have a nice week. Don't, don't talk to yep. strangers. Wash your hands. Yeah. Yep. Don't go outside. Don't um, breathe yep. on each other. Yeah, be careful what you eat. Don't, don't listen to the president. It cool. just gets scarier. <laughs> um yeah. But t- take this time to enjoy your family and enjoy some movies. Yeah. yeah. Wait for all this to blow over. Yep. Mm-hmm. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Real Nerds Podcast. Real Nerds Podcast is a production of Nebulous Visions Multimedia. Thank you to Sparks Mandrill and Plan 9 Studios for our kick-ass theme song. Also, if you're in the Denver area and you're looking for a cool place to see movies, we see them at the Alamo Draft House in Littleton and now also in Sloan's Lake. Thank you to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. 
for supplying us with all our comic needs, especially you, Andrew. You know who you are. And a big shout out to James's mom. I'm giving you an electronic hug that you can feel through the airwaves. Thanks for listening and have a nice day. Brad, did you have uh, some uh, blockbuster game you wanted to play and how I we do this? So let's, uh, let's do first to three. Okay. First person to get three, right? Um, well, I forgot to do a scorecard here. Brad, since we can't see you, can you just do a saw voice and say, do you want to play a game? You want to play a game? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, let me shuffle these cards here. So um, I guess I'll ask you if you want a uh, word, one word. Like I'll, I'll say one word to describe it and you have to figure out what it is or a quote from it. Okay. Okay. Why don't we do it in rounds? Why don't, why don't you just like first, first round do it as a quote and then second round do it as a one word? Okay. That sounds good. Um, well, make... James is in his like big operations studio there. All those screens. <laughs> got to save the world. <laughs> well, here, I should actually, I should do this in front of my Blu-ray shelf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm in front of my books, but if you see over my right shoulder, there is a Detective Pikachu there. <laughs> yes. There's an Oswald the Lucky Rabbit as well. Um, in the corner there. And I, I, you think you can see my dinosaur collection? You spared no expense on that one, right? And yeah, the Oswald is from James. He got that for me. Thank you, James. You're welcome. Um, how, love that radio. how many questions is around, though? Are oh, you going to wow. give one question to each of us? Yeah. Oh, okay, so if you miss it, you just don't. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you miss it, and then the other, everybody else gets a chance to guess at it. But yeah, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. All right, so first up, I guess we'll go with Ryan. Yeah. Get started. Um, and we'll, we'll do the one word for this round. Okay. Right, that was what we decided? Well, I sure. think I, I, said, I said quote first because I'm assuming quote is easier than one word. I don't know. Okay. So one, ra- one round will be quotes and then the other round will be one words? Yeah. Okay. All righty. Um... Now the question is, <laughs> am I doing this fairly and just drawing like you can't see it? So I could be like picking easy ones for who I want to win. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I guess you just have to trust me. And that's what we're gonna do. Brad's uh, just secretly remaking the movie Quiz Show within this entire Zoom section, as you can only see. Uh, just don't don't give Zach Quiz Show. I haven't seen that movie, so I can't quote it. All right. <laughs> it's okay. Very few people have seen it. <laughs> Um, it's a quote from this movie. Is Ryan going first? Yeah, yeah, yes. He, he should know this one, but I'm, I haven't seen it a whole lot, so I can't actually quote it. Uh, I, I, let me think. I, uh, you IMDb it. Oh yeah, Duh. I'll let the internet work for me. Yeah. Wait, so the cards don't have the quote on it? No, yeah. the cards just have the name of the movies and the genre. Mm. Um, because we're not, we're not playing the game the way it's supposed to be played because you need like teams. Is this mm. an official Blockbuster licensed game or is this just called Blockbuster? It's a Blockbuster licensed game, yeah. It's got the okay. logo and everything. Yeah, so this is the board is a parking lot and it has like a little Blockbuster sign. Right. This is, and then this a is, buzzer. 
This is as hard as Blockbuster is willing to work, Ryan. Like, <laughs> we have a list of movies because we can get that really easy, and we can draw a parking lot and put our name on it. Like, yep. do you want to give us $25? <laughs> it's a fun family night. Make it a Blockbuster night. <laughs> yeah. If you buy it, it comes with one free night of rental. <laughs> The video of James doing that and just intersplice it into 90s blockbuster commercials. <laughs> well, right now I'm just seeing what, how many movies of James I can name. So <laughs> you can pick out. Above your left shoulder, I can see Evil Dead and the Fast and Furious box set. Uh-huh. I see, I see Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. Can you uh, see the Resident Evils down here? No. Uh, oh, they're behind me now. That's right. I see some titles leaning. Uh, yeah, that's because I gotta keep space in the shelves so that as I add stuff in, there's there's some breathing room. No, I meant I, I read one of them. I think I'm running out of space. As you can see, I only have like uh, about one and a half little sections left. Yeah, Lego um, movie. At least you have really nice unified shelves. I have scattered ones. So. I built them. So, I know. And I need to do what you did. Yeah, I'm gonna Over have to build. Rings. I'm gonna have to oh, build some new ones. up there. Star Star Wars. Yeah, those are my. Uh, one of those is is Brooks's original Star Wars VHS, and one of them is mine. Nice. And they're together. Yeah. Uh, uh, Lord of the Rings and the Hobbits. Is, is, is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Our first up uh, movie for Ryan. Um, he should know this one. Um, so I had to I had to dig deep for a quote he probably should uh, might not recognize. But let's see. Uh, the quote is. You won't need a stretcher up there. You need a mop. Mm. <laughs> nope. Does anyone want to steal? Um, kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Oh. Uh, blade. No. Horror <laughs> movie. Here, uh, maybe I dug too deep, so I'll, I'll, I'll give. One more. Hey, up yours with a twirling lawnmower. <laughs> oh, 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 um, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Hey, Zach Steele's. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, because it's uh, after Johnny Depp's death. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, like most of the quotes have like Freddy in it. <laughs> yeah. Like I know gotcha. you're there, Freddy. Um, hey, Tina, watch. Drop this. dead Fred. Drop dead yeah. Fred. <laughs> or like something about dreaming so i'm like yeah he'll figure that one out whatever yeah. you do don't fall asleep yeah that wouldn't be easy i'm uh, your boyfriend now nancy would be way too easy all right zach your movie mm-hmm. oof god this is a really obvious one so i'm gonna have to, to resort to imdb again <sighs> find something obscure Trying to see how many more titles I can make. I was going to say, let's see if we can go back to can you read what's behind James? <laughs> <laughs> let's just, let's just it's a continue nice talking game about Mario my... Party. Yeah. Um, I think I see the Lego movie. Yep, uh, I see yep, that. Yeah, both of them are here. Yeah, yeah and, the, and the Brickumentary. Um, uh, is, is Lego Batman there, or is that not in the collection at all? No, Lego Batman's not here, man. <laughs> okay, that, that movie's fun. It's fine. John Carter. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, of course. Look at that deep cut I just did. My, yeah. My, Incredible Hulk. John Carter's Ghosts of Mars. Yeah. yeah. 
So Kyle wants you to know that his favorite zombie game is The Walking Dead at uh, the video game place. I have this really nice steelbook edition of Afterlife. Nice. Yeah. Wow. She means Maybe business. Alice, I'm a steelbook uh-huh. And it's zombie land. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And I have a, I have a, the Resident Evil trilogy I have in like one of those early, like, aren't you excited about Blu-ray yeah. box sets? You know, that's what or like Brian gave to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's pretty great kind of weird because i don't like turning it to the big like the big resident evil font i like to flip it around to the individual titles on my shelf so yeah i i'm kind of tempted myself actually uh, i think the only one that i don't have ryan is the fine the actual final one so because i think you gave me that when you switched over to the 4k steelbox yep oh yeah wait is retribution the final one or no no, uh, the final chapter is the final chapter. Oh, that's right. Okay, I'm missing one. Well, you know, I'll to, we gotta we gotta wrap this up so I can uh, I can get on Amazon and buy some more Final Destination movies. Unlike <laughs> the Friday the Thirteenth series, Resident Evil had to wait to have a final chapter, but I great. Oh. It could go beyond that. I think right. because oh, go ahead. Yeah. All right, Zach. All right. Your quote is: "You are a worthless street rat. You were born a street rat. You'll die a street rat." And oh only your fleas will mourn you. Aladdin. Nope. Zach's up to two. Okay. Yeah, way to give him easy ones, Brad. Fuck. Was that easy? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. I was trying to avoid everything that the genie said. And only your friends will mourn you. That's when Jafar is yelling at him. I wouldn't have got that. Balls. Really? Right. <laughs> oh, All right. If he had given me a Gilbert Gottfried quote, I might not have gotten it. But Yeah. <laughs> Even though All right, James. Yeah. Your quote is, I'll have what she's having. When Harry met Alice. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, <laughs> Still, Ryder is the wait, easiest. But I, I get my point. Favorite. I get my point, right? That was my quote. Nope. Oh, this is a bullshit. I redrew. Brad, Brad, is, Brad is, is straight cheating. Here's the thing. If you'd quoted anything else from when Harry met Sally, I probably wouldn't have gotten it. <laughs> Unless it was, I'm, I'm Rob Reiner. Then I would have been like, oh, okay. I'm All right, here, here you go. Okay. Now, Father, you're living in the past. This is the 14th century. Hi. Now, Father, you're living in the past. And, and this is the 14th to... century. Huh. But, Man. But they dropped their gun and they used the break handle the face on I don't oh, know. Man. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh let's say it's uh it's timeline with Paul Walker. <laughs> hey, hey, that's a good that's a good guess. You, you think uh, they printed out that movie and put it in a deck of cards for board games? I'm actually guessing that this that this board game was released around the same time as the DVD for Timeline, and so they would have chosen some recent releases. I'll give you one more, like I did Ryan, because I just picked the one off the top of the list. So uh, let's see. Well, I'm not really supposed to speak to strangers, but we've met before. Uh, a kid in King Arthur's court. Uh, close. No? Um, definitely. Uh, oh. Um, oh wait, it's not a king medieval. of Arthur's. Oh. Hmm. Uh, oh. Uh, what 
was that remake of a kid in King Arthur's Court from the '90s that's not called a king in, kid in King Arthur's Court? Um, well, that would be the kid's title because the original one is a Connecticut. Uh, oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah you're it, right. The opposite. Yeah. Yes, you're you're absolutely right. The one I was thinking of is the the Disney remake. Uh, or Anyone else want to steal it from him? Um, I don't know what it is. Oh, yeah. Um, what's the quote? What's the second quote again? Well, I'm. Uh, I'm definitely not. Yeah. Well, I'm really not supposed to speak to strangers, but we've met before. I know you. I walked with you once upon a dream. I know you. The gleam in your eyes is so familiar. A gleam. Sleeping. Oh, uh, oh Zach just won it. Oh, really? Yeah, because the once upon a dream. Oh, yeah. This one of the sounds. Yeah. This is Ryan's fault. He shouldn't have made me a Disney fan again. <laughs> <laughs> Brooks just, would have gotten that one. She just rewatched that. Randomly drew two animations row. Actually, that right. reminds me of one of the last fitness cinemas so, I saw. So Zach, was, uh, Zach is already winning by a landslide. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's first to three. It, it could be over. Why don't we just... Uh, yeah, do one more round. One, do word. one more round. Yeah. yeah. This will be easier because right, I have to look up stuff. Yeah. Right, I meant to tell you that I did see part of Maleficent when fitness cinema was still operational. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. It's not no. horrible. No, I Maleficent's good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, was it like something I'll probably go back to? I'm, I'll watch the whole no. thing eventually, but. Yeah, you should. I, I think that the first Maleficent. I haven't watched the second one yet. Uh, the fairies I, were weird, but okay. Yeah. It's um, not, when, not when they're normal size, but when they're tiny, it's like, it's strange because Juno Temple just looks weird. In, in Jared. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Oh, that was me. And sorry, Juno Temple, if, if you're watching in quarantine. No, it's just like the CGI of it looks strange. Sure. But Angelina Jolie is kicking ass in that movie. Uh, yeah, I think I think the first Maleficent's good. I do. Yeah. I haven't seen the sequel. I got the second one because uh, or Disney just like accidentally shipped it to me. Uh, <laughs> like it wasn't one where they shipped it to me and I forgot to cancel it. Like they just screwed up, and I was nice. like, nice. And I think it's Lord doing the end credits music for it, so it's it's not bad at all either. So maybe I'm a Lord fan now. I have no idea. <laughs> all right, Ryan. Kate, your your movie is described with this word: iceberg. Titanic. Hey, <laughs> congratulations. That, that was a softball question. I got a point. <laughs> randomly drawn. Randomly drawn. Yes. Oh, Ryan, 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 you're slipping. Don't don't let go of that door in the oh Ryan fell into the water. <sighs> is it James' turn or Zach's turn? Uh it's uh, Zach's turn. Oh, that's I unfortunate. Think. Or no, or no, is it I don't know. Whatever. It's unfortunate, yes. Fire away anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Zach's turn second because he got uh something stupid easy. All right, Zach. <laughs> Your word is Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark? No. <laughs> I guess I'm Damn. not supposed to use the word in the title. Sorry. Oh, I I, I was hoping that that was a trick, actually, and this was oh, this, this is, is actually no. I redrew. This is perfect for Zach. Okay. Oh, great! Another uh, one easy for Zach. Great. <laughs> um, I actually haven't seen it, so give me a second. Okay. I thought the last one was going to be a trick, and it was going to be like Noah. Yeah, which that wasn't, was which wasn't out. <laughs> just said Noah. <laughs> I can finally lose. Or or like. You know, I guess that's true. Yeah. Um, I actually can't do this one. Never mind. Or Iron Man because Arc Reactor. Um, tangentially, like 
the Ten Commandments. See, because the Ark of the Covenant is the final resting place of the Ten Commandments. See? Yeah. So. It means, but, but see, the best part of that movie is just when Edward G. Robinson goes, where's your Messiah now? And then just. Um, all right. How about this one? How about it? Nanny. Mary Poppins. Uh, the Nanny with um, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> nanny McPhee. Can I, can I chime in? That's Mr. Yeah. Nanny. Uh, I know. Okay. Miss Doubtfire. That Ryan got it. I kind of figured it Dolan. was that, but I, I thought that uh, The Nanny was a better joke. <laughs> That's a TV show. Oh, you're right. No, no, no. The, but wasn't the wasn't the movie... Mr. Nanny. Oh, it was Mr. Nanny. You're right. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Yeah. I know my Hulk Hogan movies. <laughs> <laughs> Still waiting for that uh, Suburban Commando Blu-ray. Oh, dude, I would buy that. We're going to get it, buddy. I mean, at this point, just make it 4K. Right. I mean, well, Rad's getting a 4K. Why, why can't Suburban Commando... <laughs> Tammy the T-Rex has a 4K. Why can't Superman Commando? <laughs> Tammy and the T-Rex. It needed a 4K. <laughs> Have you seen Suburban Commando? A man gets his hand cut off with a flying envelope. You know what? I, <laughs> hey, that's a working one for me now. All right, James. Yes. Your word is rum. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Hey. Great. One word so much easier. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> yep. Cool. Right, so good good, good job, Zach. Yeah. yeah. All right, Ryan. Bobsled. Cool runnings. Hey. Got a winner. <laughs> Zach. Dizzy. What was that? Dizzy. 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 D-I-Z-Z-Y. That's vague. Um, oh. No, it's not. Just give it to James. <laughs> It's Vertigo, because I have that. That's right. Oh. You so failed, Zach. Hitchcock one. Yeah. Shamley. <laughs> Shamley's still oh alive. Oh, my God. I'm giving it up. Ryan, I you're the host I... Shamley now. You can just make it a Cary Grant podcast on the side. And... Sweet. Yeah, we'll all be done. Oh, well, that right. that's a good one. That threw me for a loop. This is perfect, and I randomly drew it. So, so Ryan has one. Uh, actually, I have three, because I stole one from Zach, and I got both mine right, so... On this round? Yeah. Okay. Um, and now James has two, right? For this I have round? two right now, yes. Okay. But it's my question, so I could get a third. Here's your question. Okay. Here's my word. Um, What's my title? Reese's. E.T. <laughs> Full title, please. E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Escape, amazing escape from Earth. Earth. <laughs> From Earth. <laughs> uh, Did you really pull ET for me? Yeah, oh, I mean awesome. it was random. I didn't. Do, right. I didn't do it on purpose. But the, yeah, like, like the last three and six, like I've been throwing away a few of them where I've been like, I have no idea. Yeah, um, but the three in a row, like the last one, ended up as ET for you. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, there, there we go. I guess one of us won. Yep, you got three on that round. So, um, yep. And then Zach won the first round. Yeah. So do we need to do a tiebreaker? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> All right. We'll we'll keep doing the one word because quotes suck. <laughs> they just take it too much time. It sucks because I got all three. 
The other option right. is me. They, they, they have us act it, and I can't do that because I'm webcam. They they suck because Zach wins. So <laughs> quotes are no good. All right, hey, Ryan. I listed myself for missing Disney. So. <laughs> Oof. This is a tough one to do one word with. Is it um, me? No, 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 it's, it's Ryan. Ryan. Oh, it's Ryan. Okay. But it is in his wheelhouse, so I just. Hmm. One word to describe this movie. Shit. I can't come up with anything but vampire. Um, interview. Now, let's do... Um, I don't know. Um, Nosferatu. No. Dracula. No. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Keanu Reeves is Bram Stoker's Dracula. Blade. Whoa. What'd you say? Blade. You got it. Oh, there you go. You stole it back. All right, uh, Zach. Yes. Your word is pig. Babe. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Charlotte's Web. Yeah, James took no, a point no, from you. No, Zach said it first. Zach said it first. Oh, he did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. His, oh. his audio just was quiet. Okay. There you go. Oh, dang. So I'm at four now? None of this makes sense. I'm just going by rounds. Four. So it's it's one apiece for you and Ryan. Okay. All right, James. <laughs> All right, me. Um, One word to describe this movie. Uh... Confusing. <laughs> yeah. Shower. Psycho. There you go. Bam. Yeah. I wanted to hit, say stabby McStab stab, but <laughs> that's more than one there's, word. There's dashes in there. No, no, no. There's dashes in there. That's one what word. What was the working title? Hitch said yeah. stabby McStab stab was too on the nose. <laughs> All right. We're back to Ryan. Um. Bag. Oh, I got it. American Beauty. Yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah. Uh, that movie is shit. If you just hang around 80, 98 to ninety nine, you're good. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to think like, what did the Academy think was interesting to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> the answer is nonsense. In ninety nine. All right. Zach's getting a softball here. How? What was it? How? Howl. Hal, H-A-L. Oh, Hal. Oh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. <laughs> Escape from Earth. <laughs> Say the full title. Escape from Planet Earth. <laughs> John Carpenter's 2001 A Space Odyssey Escape from Earth. <laughs> I'd watch that movie. <laughs> oh, who wouldn't? Kurt Russell plays both the computer and the astronaut? <laughs> no, Kurt Russell plays the monolith. <laughs> he, just stand, he just stands there and stares at you. Yeah. Well, I mean, wouldn't you like bow at him? Yeah. I would. But instead of instead of being like the source of of intelligence and evolution, he's actually just the sexual awakening. And so he, Kurt Russell just stands there, stares at you, and then yeah. like the monkeys bang. Big ass yes. beard and all. Yeah, yeah, that would ha- yeah no, that's true. Yeah. yeah, Kubrick fucked up when he made it his back in 68. <laughs> his problem was that he didn't put Kurt Russell in when he was 68. As the monolith. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, God, I want to make 
I want to replace the monolith with Kurt Russell now in the film clip. <laughs> All right, James. Yeah. Your next one is Baxter. Baxter? Baxter, yep. Fantastic Four. Nope. I'm going to steal it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Interesting, because he's never been in... I guess he wasn't the, <laughs> out of the shell. No, that's not it. Baxter. Oh, 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 oh. Anchorman. Hey. Anchorman, The Legend of Rhonda Burgundy. Yeah. Escape Actually, they don't Earth. have the full title on here. So. Ha! Well, then I win extra points. So, in order to expedite this game, should we just uh, should I just keep doing uh, one words in a row, and then if you miss it, you just you you're disqualified. Yep. Sure. And then whoever's left standing yep. wins. Yep. yep. Gotcha. All right. Let's kill this. Um. <laughs> So we're back to Ryan. Yeah. The other way you could do it is you could just start throwing them out and then it just starts becoming whoever can say it first. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Earth. Independence Day. It goes to James. Um, uh, cockroach. Uh, Men in Black. Black. I think Zach got that one. Yeah. Um. Dolphin. Men in black. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a lag. He, he Brian got it first, but it only came Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> uh, 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 I'm going to say Sequest, but not even though I know it's not right. <laughs> nope. Dolphin. Dolphin. Oh, yeah, duh. Fred, is it Flipper? No. Oh, okay. Wait, what was the clue again? I didn't hear it. Uh, the Dolphin. Clue is Dolphin. Um, Jaws? No. Oh, I would love Jaws with a dolphin. <laughs> dolphin. I still say Sequest is the best. David Tell skanks for the memories. <laughs> Comedy album. <laughs> movie. But he has a but it's a great joke. <laughs> <laughs> I had to solve suck his dolphin dick. I did. <laughs> um All right, I'll pick a, a new one word for the same movie. Oh, 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 wait. Is it that movie with, um, with, uh, like, uh, Christina Ricci where she's best friends with a a fish? Isn't that Flipper? (laughs) That's Flipper, right? Oh, wait, no. Is that a monkey? That's a monkey. Dolphin tail? Uh, That's a monkey. Andy's, Andy's back, whatever it's called. All right, the new word is snowflake. Frozen. Oh, it's, uh, Ace Ventura. Hey, goes to Ryan. Oh yeah. man, now it's it's like a tie now. I think because nobody got dolphin. Dolphin. Um, diarrhea. <laughs> Dumb and uh, Dumber. Bridesmaids. That goes wow. to James. Uh, wow, this game! I thought for sure this game was not old enough for bridesmaids. Old How enough. Old Young enough. Uh yeah um, right yes yeah. Young enough. Uh, face hugger. Alien. Alien. Aliens. Got that one. Alien 3. Alien, Alien Resurrection. <laughs> Alien versus Predator. What's the score now? I have no idea. I've lost track. Uh, I've James got won! Two. <laughs> I've got two and everybody else has one. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know anything about that movie. Um, one word for this movie. Fart. James, you look like you need to 
uh, fit a uh, square peg into a round hole right now and save some astronauts. With your fidget spinner, you would not help anybody during the Apollo 13 mission. You'd be distracted by that. Do you like how patriotic my fidget spinner is? Yes. My wife. Okay, I got it. Okay. Destruct. Um, Star Trek First Contact. Nope. Star Trek <laughs> to the Wrath of Khan. See, because they turn nope. on the self-destruct. Doctor Who. But like the the, the made-for-TV movie from 93. Nope. Uh, destruct. Destruct. The Avengers. Nope. Demolition Man. Marvel's Disney's The Avengers. Uh, Chinua Achebe's Things Fall Apart. <laughs> what? The Tree of Life. <laughs> Destruct. Cries and Whispers, an Ingmar Bergman picture. Destruct. Destruct. Armageddon. Nope. Deep Impact. <laughs> nope. Hillary Swank's The Core. Nope. Pearl Harbor. <laughs> Million Dollar Baby. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Gosh, I'm trying to think of like an alternate word for this movie, but it's it's hard. That's what she said. <laughs> Demolition Man. That's um, what I said. I said that earlier. Oh, did you shoot? Yeah. The Jake Gyllenhaal movie Demolition. Uh, How about I add the word accept? Accepted? (laughs) Destruct accept? Oh, Mission Impossible. Hey, Zach got a point. Yeah. What what other word would you use to... Spy? Masks? Spy so general. Difficult? Martin Landau? I can't say impossible. Espionage, Hunt, James Bond, De Palma. <laughs> All right, so James words. has two. Zach has two. one. No, no De Palma's one word. No, De Palma's two word. James. <laughs> Ryan has one. Yeah, Ryan has one. Yep. Okay. Um. But if he gets the next one right, I'm jumping out the window to my death. <laughs> <laughs> this this word. Aren't you on the first floor? <laughs> I'm actually at a garden level. <laughs> I'm slightly, I'm slightly under- James rolls his ankle. Street <laughs> <laughs> ah. ah. in the car hits him. <laughs> All right, this could this could end this game. Okay. How long is this podcast so far? No, oh my god, long enough. I can't. I can't see the time code. Uh, I don't. I won't know. Oh, we've been on for like two hours, Brad. Yeah. yeah, not oh. counting. Oh, here. yeah. I, I should just use the computer clock. It has been two hours. Let's wrap this up. Enterprise. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek. Yep. Star Trek Two: The Wrath James of Khan. Wins. Star Trek Three. You are just digging a hole. You okay. when you already won. Great. Star Wars. Yay! Actually, they didn't put the the subtitle the motion picture the on motion it. Motion picture. So. What was the word? I didn't hear it. Uh, Enterprise. Enterprise. Wow. Uh, Star Trek. Well, you know, don't be too butthurt about it because you don't win anything. 